this is my movie screening place. It's it's not much, but it's great. Has what you need. This is a place where magic happens. Sammy, two. Hey Tyler, you're excited or what? I'm actually kind of nervous, Sammy. There's nothing to be nervous about. When is this thing going to start? Oh. All right, everybody settle down. We're showing the film. Everybody try it. Isabel, now what? The bestest Indian ice cream this side of Tilcoden. There's Isabel's ice cream. Oh, bingo with John Louis uh, tonight. If anybody want a bingo, you leave now. I want to introduce a young man, Tyler. Tyler, 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 Tyler. Joining us today on Moving Radio is Trevor Mack, director and producer of the film Portraits from a Fire. It is the opening night film of the Edmonton International Film Festival. And you can catch it, of course, on the opening night, which is October 1st at 6.30 p.m. at the Landmark City Center Cinemas downtown. That's right. They've reopened especially for the festival, so you'll be able to see this film in person. Seating capacity is at 50% and masks will be required, or you can also stream it on the Eventive app, which is available through Apple TV, Amazon Fire, and Roku. And all films will have a 48-hour watch on them as they have been unlocked. Trevor Mack, welcome to Moving Radio. Uh, so Channel, yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, we really love having you. I was lucky enough to be able to see this film uh, a couple days ago. And it's funny because somebody else from who does basically uh, film reviews for the Alberta Film Board had texted me the day before and said, uh, you need to make sure that you check out Portraits from a Fire. I was like, it's funny that you tell me that <laughs> because I'm going to be lucky enough to speak with Trevor Mack in a day or two. And I was really uh, excited about the film and it kind of followed through on all the promise that she had let me know about. This film focuses on the story of a teenage boy fighting through distorting realities as a family secret starts to unravel, but that's a real logline kind of synopsis. So maybe can we give the audience a little bit more context and detail about the plot of the film, Trevor? Yeah, the plot of the film, Portraits from the Fire, follows, as you said, a quirky indigenous teenager who makes, you know, he makes his own films on the res. He finds something that ends up activating some energies that end up playing a large part in the film. And throughout that journey, you know, he also meets a new friend and somebody he becomes pretty close with. And as these two vicarious energies, as you could say, as they end up becoming more prevalent in his life, they end up leading to a community screening that involves our main character showing some some personal work to his community. As the film goes on, he also ends up meeting somebody who would become a really close friend of his. As the more of these two boys end up uh, learning about each other, confiding with each other, you know, they end up becoming close. And that isn't necessarily what Tyler, the main character, is is used to making and just as this is happening we have another storyline of, of Tyler's father as he's uh, fighting a forest fire and he's he's and this same energy that's been brought up at the beginning is is beginning to uh, enter into Gord's life and Gord being Tyler's father and so as these as these two vicarious kind of storylines are occurring they end up merging at a uh, climactic event in the film that involves the community it involves 
board. It involves Tyler. It involves um, these energies. It involves the uh, the the um, a, a a point in the film where we see secrets are revealed. A point of the film where tragedies are revealed, but it's but it's in a way where focus isn't necessarily on the tragedy itself. And I think, you know, a lot of my people, my family uh, have gone through a lot in our in our communities, in our histories with colonialism. And it's something that, you know, we you know, we while making this film, we wanted to we wanted to explore what you know, what is it like to tell a story where the tragedy isn't the main focus of the film? And, and it's actually what affects the characters is is the main focus of the film and and what all of that means when our characters can can find compassion can find forgiveness in each other i think that's one of the more fascinating aspects of the film is that character tyler coping with this familial trauma and the inability to kind of face their shared past so you already kind of mentioned a couple of those characters. Maybe can you could discuss how you developed the relationship between Tyler and his father, Gord, who's played by Nathaniel Arcan that you talked about, and also uh, his mother as they negotiate the weight of this separation of their family. Because that's a lot for not only the characters, but the actors themselves to deal with. It was an incredible experience, you know, not only uh, writing, writing these characters and how they're dealing with these traumas and these... Um, you know, these experiences, but also also directing such a vast array of experience within film. You have Nathaniel Arcan, who is obviously a very well-known, a very, very talented actor. And we have William Magnus Lulawa, who's playing Tyler, our main character and the star of the movie, who this is his first any type of acting, any type of movie that he's been a part of. And as well as uh, Pauline Bobking, who plays uh, Krish, Tyler's mother, who has, I guess you could say, in between, in between Nathaniel and uh, William's uh, experience with acting. And so it was an experience where we, you know, had various levels of acting experience. However, each one of the actors had, you know, their own stories that they brought with their portrayal of their characters. And we went through that um, before we shot the film with, with Trish and with William and being able to just listen to what speaks to them and what, you know, what drives them, what, what, what was uh, some ways in which they themselves have dealt with trauma or they themselves have experienced because this film is about confronting trauma. This film is about, you know, looking into the eyes of one another and finding and finding what makes us all human beings is that we all make you know, we all make mistakes. We, you know, sometimes we blame one another. Sometimes we blame ourselves. And so with Tyler's character being a teenage boy, um, a lot of times when, you know, when we're growing up, we're confused about certain situations that are happening external from us. We, you know, we, we tend to, you know, we may tend to blame ourselves for incidences that may, may have happened out of our control. It was an incredible experience to weave together, you know, these, these various levels of, of experience and these various levels of uh, experience with acting, but also various levels of, of life experience. I got to learn a lot. I got to learn a lot from William. I got to learn a lot from Pauline. And I got to learn a lot from Nathaniel in the process. Oh, we're speaking today with Trevor Mack, 
director, producer of the film Portraits from a Fire. It is playing as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival, and it is the opening night film on October 1st. You can see it in person on that evening at 6.30 p.m. at the Landmark Cinemas downtown or by accessing Eventive app on Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Roku. You know, you've mentioned a few times uh, the young man who is the, the lead in this film, William. And this character is established as this kind of indomitable light of creativity as he makes these these short films. And as much, you know, you talk about these cardboard short films, it's tough to describe it because there's so much charm that comes from and purity in the beginning of this. And I just found as the, as the story carried on, as the film carried on, and we see what happens to him around him and the things that he starts to realize. And as he grows, it kind of erodes his spirit a little bit. You know, maybe talk to us a little bit about those conversations that you might have with a performer who is so new to something like this and maybe the sensitivity that you have to take and the kind of deft touch it takes as a director to kind of help facilitate that kind of powerful performance. And maybe the things that you have to pull even from yourself in order to parlay that uh, into a film like this and, and get the character where you need him to be. Mm, that's a great Great question. It's it was it was a journey of learning, and you know, working with William, who's who's coming out of the audition, and you know, kind of sitting down and saying, "Hey, this is like 120 pages of a script," and he's like, "What? There's 120 pages? What?" <laughs> but he he's he's somebody who's always up for an adventure. He's somebody who himself is always willing to learn, and putting himself in you know places of uncertainty, and and you know, just as that kind of. Uh, reminded me of myself being that age. And, you know, of course, this film is very personal, you know, allegorical representation of, of, of my experiences growing up on, on Pletinko on our reserve and some of the experiences that I've had throughout my life. And that a lot of the directing also was, was just storytelling, sharing stories and sharing my experience and sharing, um, you know, the experiences that I've had that have inspired some of the aspects in the film. And, and with William being you know, such a concentrated learner and, and being able to see as well, being able to see the performances and the dialogues that I've had with Nathaniel on set or Pauline or Asivik, Asivik Kustashin, who plays uh, a, a character in the film as well. He dove right into the aspects of the film that, that necessarily he wasn't, he didn't necessarily have experience in, you know, in relation to anger or to rage or to sadness and you know a lot of that was it's especially for an actor who uh, is his first time acting is is something being able to create that safe container being able to create that safe space where where somebody being a teenager to uh, explore these emotions and and then to be able to talk about it and, and a lot of that too dealt with you know us being on Pledenko, my home reserve and and one Tsaikotin community that William is also a part of. He's a part of another Tsaikotin community, but you know, I think the the land here and the and you know the community members that we surrounded the film with and who and worked on the film were were a massive aspect in just kind of indirectly creating safe container. A lot of different things that I necessarily wasn't in control of that that really helped the performances of the film shine and something that I'm grateful. Of, and because for me, I, I learned a lot as well, it being my debut feature film, first time undergoing a project like this, you know, there were points the first three days, you know, even myself, I was like, wow, I have, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> 
and I was just like on set thinking like, wow, these 30 people have no idea <laughs> that I have no idea what I'm doing. But as we all found our chemistry, as you know, we were all working, waking up at 4 a.m. together as we were having breakfast, we started the production off with the ceremony which really helped. And, you know, we continued, we had smudges every day. And so aspects of that, aspects of our Tlaxcaltian culture weave through the film, you know, whether they're through the smudges or whether through, you know, filming at our rivers, filming in our forests, these are all naturally safe spaces that, you know, allowed for William, allowed for, you know, our other actors to, to really shine. And that kind of leads me to to the next thing about the personal nature of of what this film was for you. I mean, obviously, it's incredibly important for you because any story you tell is going to be. You know, you you mentioned a couple times uh, Clayton Cotine also is uh, the reserve where it's kind of set off of. You know, you you came up with the idea of this film from an interview that I read uh, after you were severely mugged and injured incredibly in 2016. The main character itself in probably many ways from the story that you created is is maybe even you've you've alluded to modeled after yourself. Like I can assume this is only just really a, a sampling of the deeply personal ties in this work that there is to you specifically. So how do you negotiate that line that maybe sometimes you have to draw for yourself as to what you might want to share and what you might not be ready yet to do? Or do you just let it all go and put everything into your work that's personal, whether you feel ultimately comfortable or not. You know, this is a story of compassion, of forgiveness in the face of trauma. And this incident that happened to me in 2016 left me with my jaw wired shut for about three months. And I laid in bed for three months. I couldn't move because I had to eat through a straw, so I didn't have enough energy to move. I couldn't drink and drink alcohol, which is what led me to where I was because that's how I was dealing with, you know, whether they're traumas or experiences that, you know, that I had growing up, I wouldn't confront them with the bottle, I guess you could say. And in these spaces, everything is boiling to the surface, whether these feelings or memories or experiences. And so I started writing. I started writing while I had my jaw wired shut and I just Oh, put everything out onto the uh, the page and collaborated with a writer named Derek Vermillion. And, you know, we collaborated, we, we, we wrote about this story and this was a story we ended up, you know, we ended up getting funding for. And then as I continued my healing journey, I realized that along with Derek, we realized that this story wasn't necessarily the best story to help show what breaking the intergenerational trauma cycle looks like. And it was a story that actually elevated, it elevated that through images and through sounds on a screen, these literal images. And it wasn't a healthy representation of Indigenous women. It wasn't a healthy representation of Indigenous men. And so as I was healing and as I was learning more and more about what I experienced, but then also what healing is and sharing stories you know, we realized that, hey, wait a second, this isn't the story that is right to, to inspire Indigenous youth. This isn't the story to bring families together. You know, that's what we want to do as Indigenous filmmakers is, you know, these films are ceremonies. These films are bringing community communities together. And so we, we ended up getting funding. And, you know, I, I, I went to my team, uh, Kate Kroll and Ryland Friday, and I said, hey, guys, we got to change the story. And they were like, what? What? 
we've got we've got this funding. What we what we can't do that. What if but all but all this? You know, I was like, everything's gonna be okay because this story is the truth. We're, this is we're following the path of truth and we're following the path of healing. And in that uncertainty, we have to know that everything's just gonna be all right. Everything's gonna fall into place because this is the path that's how I felt at the time, the best path for not only the film, but the best path to to share and to tell a story with. And then this this new story was was then created with the sole intention of bringing families together, having uh, substantial tragedies occur. But at the same time, we have a story with endearing characters and we have, you know, you know, funny situations and it's overall a very funny film, but still being able to dive into tragedy and grief and blame and all of those aspects, but, but to have them done in a way that isn't so overt and, you know, we're not like, look at this look at this tragedy. Look how sad this is. Look at this. You got to cry. It's like, no, no, we don't want to make those kind of movies. We want to make a movie that's inspirational. We want to make a movie that, you know, we were thinking, what does a tutorial look like to, you know, to break these cycles of intergenerational trauma? Can we make a tutorial, but then, you know, weave that as, you know, a comedy drama film, you know, what does that look like? And so, you know, with those questions and, and, and with that intention is is where um, uh, Portraits from a Fire has come from. We're lucky enough to be speaking today with Trevor Mack, director and producer of the film he just mentioned, Portraits from a Fire. It's the opening night film of the Edmonton International Film Festival this year. You can watch it on October 1st at 6.30 p.m. at the Landmark City Center Cinemas downtown. That's right. They're open again. Uh, seating capacity 50% and mass required or screen it at home on the Eventive app, which is available through Apple TV, Amazon Fire and Roku. Trevor, you know, I love a lot of things you were saying about it. And that totally translated as somebody who was watching with zero context whatsoever. And I especially love that idea of you talked about, you know, this film in particular, and probably many other projects that other people watch that have real meaning as, as being a ceremony. There's a little bit of connection with the cast, probably from uh, of the film from around this area, beyond just necessarily Nathaniel. Maybe talk to us about the excitement level for yourself and some of the other people involved with the film of being able to uh, share this with an in-person audience and being able to be into that position where you're opening up a festival like this as well. What's that energy going to be like that night? And, uh, and what are you looking forward to the most? I'm super excited and super honored that Portraits from a Fire will be opening the Edmonton International Film Festival. And this fire that's been burning was kind of, you know, you know, in those editing stages, you're kind of like, oh man, we can't wait until this comes out. And, and, you know, maybe, you know, the fire is kind of calmer, the fire is calmer, you don't need too much fuel, you know, and then as these stories get released in the story of uh, Portraits, the fire is huge now, you know, it's warming up so many people and, you know, so many people now can gather around such a big fire, you know, when, you know, a lot of times we, we see, or as you know, we've been conditioned that fire is scary and bad, but when we're able to, when we're able to see that, well, fire brings life, you know, fire, actually, we need fire and, and how we can use it. We, we can gather more people together and we can share the warmth. And I feel that's kind of what's happening right now with the release of the film is that, you know, th this fire we've been tending to and this fire that we created with so many people, 
from the area and from abroad is now so big and so warm. You know, more people can, you know, look across the horizon and go, look at that. There's a big fire over there. Let's go check it out. There must be a cool gathering. <laughs> and so now, you know, to, to really see, you know, like, you know, I've been at this fire and I'm looking over and I see people walking over. Hey, more people want to come and enjoy this fire. That's kind of like what it feels like. You know, I really can't wait to have this film be showed in a way that, you know, we have cast in the film who've never acted in a movie before and and for them to experience themselves on the big screen and 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 to see what all of this work has culminated to, you know, because people who necessarily aren't used to the whole movie making scene, you know, they as I was directing, I was like, okay, well, that was that was amazing, but we can we do it one more time? We have to do that like at this different angle. And you know, if sometimes, you know, some people who aren't really uh, accustomed to the way movies are made can get frustrated or confused like ah oh, why do I have to pick up this thing 40 times and so you know now to have this beautiful fire be enjoyed by so many people is such a wonderful thing and it's scary too it's scary because it's such a close personal film of mine like th this is this has come from such a vulnerable place in my life, and this came from a place of deep exploration and, and healing. And it's funny because the film is about that too, right? The film is, has some of those aspects in it about, you know, sharing your feelings and, and being vulnerable. And so I guess right now I'm kind of going through the same thing Tyler is going through in the movie. And, and it's an exciting, it's an exciting thing. Trevor Mack has been our guest today on Moving Radio, director, producer, of the film we've talked about here, Portraits from a Fire. We mentioned it already, opening night film, EIFF, the Edmonton International Film Festival on October 1st at 6.30 p.m., of course, at the Landmark City Center, Cinemas Downtown. That's right, they're going to be open again for it. Come check it out, 50% capacity. Uh, tickets are going to sell quick on this one, so if you want to be there, you want to make sure you get it. One of the most important parts and the things that I always love and definitely missed about the festival last year, where which partially was in person, is that people like yourself, Trevor, are going to be there uh, with their film. So I'm very excited to hear your thoughts and feelings about the film and the Q and A after, because I think there's there's a lot of things that I don't want to talk about and and kind of spoil uh, for the experience of the viewers that are going to check out your film before they actually get a chance to see it. So really looking forward to what you have to say after the film as well. Thanks a lot to Channel Ya for the uh, for the opportunity to to speak, you know, in in representation to all the hardworking people that worked on the film, whether they're from my community of Clyde and Co, who got to experience working on a movie, or whether that's from the crew from Vancouver and from the talent and cast that are you know from all over and from you know close to Edmonton. It's been it's been a wonderful journey and to and to and to see. And to see all the people by the fire now is something that warms my heart. Give me 